Hi, my name is Pastor Anne, and welcome to the Pastor's Table. Today we'll be talking about pursuing God and pursuing a relationship with Him and what that looks like. God has made a way where there was no way, and we can pursue a relationship with Him because of what He did, what He did on the cross for us. And we can get to know Him and trust Him and trust Him and other people helping us, leading us, and guiding us. Enjoy the pastor's table. Hi. One of the things that I think about when Jesus went on the cross and he died, the moment he died, there was a massive earthquake and the sky went dark. And then God tore the curtain that separated man from him mm -hmm. in the holy of holy places. Amen. In Hebrews 4 and 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of, throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in a, help of, in a time of need. There is no separation. Amen. There is no separation now between us and God. We can be in His presence. He can be in our presence. We can seek His face. We can see Him. We can, he can speak to us. He resides on the inside of us. Yeah, How can we fail? We cannot fail when He has given us the victory over sin and death, and it doesn't have to rule us or reign in our lives. Amen. 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 Well, how do you pursue? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> pursuit. So what I've noticed is that the pursuit can kind of fall into two categories. You can pursue in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you can pursue by faith. Mm -hmm. And there are two different ways to go about mm -hmm. that. Um, quite honestly, I mean, there are a lot of people that have struggled to try to get closer to God. Yeah. Yes. Right? So Very they think, true. well, you know, if I read my Bible more, if I pray more, if, I, if I'm, you know, doing acts of kindness more, all sorts of things like that in an attempt to pursue God or mm -hmm. pursue His things or draw closer to Him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can do all those things out of your own effort and strength, but our own effort and strength doesn't cause us to draw any closer to Him. It doesn't cause us to follow harder after Him mm -hmm. because we're trying harder. Um, I found that there are many attempts that I had made to draw closer to God. Is that, you know, I'd, Especially when you get a hold of a little bit of truth and you get started in on that. Like, when you realize that this book is God speaking to you, I mean, that's, that's an amazing truth. And it's mm -hmm. one that we should all know and believe and walk in. So then, I, you know, I'm reading my Bible and studying my Bible, which is a good thing. But there came a point where I was doing it because I thought, if I do this, more of this, I will draw closer to God. Mm -hmm. And... There is an aspect where, I mean, you need to do something. You can't just sit with your Bible on the shelf and expect to grow up in God in any way. Right? So there is a balance there, but the, the focus is not on what is it that I'm doing. It's on what is it that I'm believing. Mm -hmm. Right? That's good. And the believing is the part that causes you to draw closer to Him. Right? Even when in the verse that we're looking, fearlessly, confidently, boldly, well, you can't do that without believing something mm -hmm. about God. That's mm -hmm. good. And in what Pastor Ann was just talking about here, she's talking about, well, that veil was torn, so we have access to God's mm -hmm. presence. We can come yeah. boldly into His presence because through the blood of Jesus, our sins have been wiped away, totally gone. Now there is nothing that prohibits us from entering His presence freely, so we can come boldly, and He has grace for us. He's got mercy for us. He has these things for us. We 
we can come boldly yeah. and approach. And in a similar way when it comes to pursuit, uh, we can only pursue because He's made the way for us, yes. mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's the one that initiated that. Mm -hmm. He's the one that started that. He's the one that said, you know, come unto me. He's the one who started the whole thing. So we approach because we believe that. Mm -hmm. We pursue because we believe that. Yeah. And it's from that place of believing and of faith in what He has already done, what He has already provided for us, what He has accomplished, the fact that He's given us access to His presence, the fact that He's given us grace. Mm -hmm. It's confidence in that that moves us forward in pursuing Him. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I read the Bible, I do all these things and pray for hours, sometimes pray for hours, just do all this stuff because you know, there's a sincere desire to, to draw closer to God, to pursue Him, to do yeah. those things. And that's a good place to, to start from. We just don't want to be in a place where we're depending on, well, I did, you know, 15 hours of prayer this <laughs> week, you know, and I, I've checked all the boxes, I, I've done all the stuff, therefore I'm it's not in the doing that you pursue, it's in the heart attitude and the being and the faith in Him and the trusting in Him. It's that part where we pursue from. Mm -hmm. That actually, I mean, it'll change what you do on the outside for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Right? Uh, out of that, out of what you're talking about, yeah. that that uh, relationship really is what you're talking about. Comes the doing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's that's the right order, really. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. When you're pursuing God, you know, it, it says in Psalm 119, 105 that Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God is also referred to as Jesus in John 1. So he is, shows us where we are and he shows us where we're going. That's and, right. and so if we're putting him first in our life, if we're putting that relationship with him first in that life, then out of that comes the doing, comes the, oh, I want you to be doing this. I want you to talk to this person. I want you to be here so that you can help this person. I want you to buy this stuff so we can help that person or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, it comes out of that pursuing that relationship with him, pursuing, um, pursuing him, and not his ways. Mm -hmm. I, I think sometimes we try to pursue the works, mm. and and that's yeah. part of that yeah. flesh thing. This is this is what I was thinking of on top of that. Uh, it's in Acts chapter sixteen, verse nine. It says, "And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying." Come on over and help us. Mm. And I thought that's 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 what was taking place. The people wanted help. They wanted training. They wanted they wanted someone to come and help them. Mm -hmm. And God spoke to Paul for help. That's another kind of pursuit. Lots of times people are coming forward and they think they've got to do it all by themselves. And to some degree, that's right. Mm -hmm. You have to individually pursue. But this guy needed someone to help him in his pursuit. Mm -hmm. And God sent his help on the earth through a person mm -hmm. to help with that. And of course, Paul responds and he goes there. Mm -hmm. And and I think we forget that part of bringing in God's help. And so God's help comes along. We don't recognize it as God's help because it doesn't come in the package we like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or we don't like how they talk. <laughs> there. And so so he does show up and, and he says, and then he finds on, on as he's going along, because stuff always happens as you go along, verse 14, a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God. So that's, you know, mm -hmm. she, she was known, she had a known uh, heart to worship God, heard us, mm -hmm. whose heart the Lord opened that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. 
So I, I see that as such a great response to the pursuit in two ways, because she's an individual pursuing, but then she's responding to the words that were spoken by Paul, the things he was talking about. So lots of times when we're talking about pursuing as pastors, we're trying to help people. We understand there's levels. We can only go so far with people. It's up to you to connect yes. with God individually. Mm-hmm. But there are some things, tools that we can offer mm-hmm. that say, if you go this way, it will help. And if you'll be willing to admit, this is my flesh. We live in a body. It's got stuff it likes to do. And, and it doesn't always like to pray for sure on its knees. I'm not sure I've met anyone who really enjoys being on their knees for a length of time. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not about position. It really isn't about your flesh position. It's about your heart position. Absolutely. And so all of those things. And so we begin to say, well, yes, you have to pursue God as an individual. But what about the help that God sends along to help you in your growth? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. When I, I'm, you know, people pursue Jesus. They came to him. They there did. There was a lot of people that came to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they came to him because they had a reason to come to him. Yeah. They wanted That's help. Mm-hmm. They wanted healing. Mm-hmm. And it was only a few people that followed him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got the help. Yes. They got the healing. They got to be people that helped and healed along with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But those people that got healed came and went. Mm-hmm. The people that followed learned Jesus's ways, Mm -hmm. learned how he operated on the earth, and then followed after him. Mm -hmm. That light, being that light, Mm -hmm. seeing if, you know, you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. Can you say, you've seen me, you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father? Mm. Can you Mm -hmm. add yourself in that equation? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really good question. Yes. (laughs) I think that really speaks to situations that are happening right now because there are a lot of voices. Yes, there are. And people are having questions about even when we said, can we recognize this as a help from God? Can we recognize when it's Jesus? Can we recognize not? And especially when you're hungry, especially when you're pursuing. Yes. A- in an honest way. Sometimes, you know, uh, be- being a parent, grandparent, I noticed this. When my kids were small, they put everything in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our kids at one point, they were playing in the sandbox and, and they were little and running around. I mean, you know, just toddling around, I think about 18 months, this one. And I look over and I see she's chewing. <laughs> and I'm like, what have you got in your mouth? We're outside. I know the food was, at, you know, we'd had, a, this was not lunchtime. <laughs> and, she, and, and then she goes, yeah, blah, blah. <laughs> she spits out whatever it is. And it was a beetle about so size. Oh, what's wrong? <laughs> and it was still alive. <laughs> and it lands on the cement and it's upside down with his legs going like this. And I'm like, I'm so horrified. <laughs> and she's like, that was, no, 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 I need a drink now, mommy. And, you know, and I get her a glass of water thinking. Too bad you can't lice on the inside oh, of your mouth. <laughs> the thing is, she probably didn't do it again. She did not. But she didn't have to do it in the first place. She didn't, she didn't recognize what was good for her to eat and what was not. So she thought she put everything in her mouth and then she discerned. Sometimes as Christians, we put everything in our mouth. Well, chew it for a while. Yeah. I wonder if this is God. Yeah. And, and so, or they'll take every voice they can find. They put everything. I, I noticed that when they were small, right? Your mm-hmm. kids did that. When 
testing. Well, some kids won't put anything in their mouth. There's those ones. I won't try that. I won't try that. Spit that out. Blah, blah, blah. That's, that's another kind of Christian. No, you can't make me eat. You know, that we've come across that as pastors. And then the ones that want to eat everything. And you're like, oh! Close <laughs> <laughs> your mouth! Yes. <laughs> and sometimes, as hard as this is, we, we love people. Don't eat everything. Don't. That's right. You know, just because it says spiritual doesn't mean it's good for you to eat. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen some people, they, they well, I've studied every religion there is. And, you know, and I still, and, I've got, and they come to God with a mixed bag. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. You're a teacher. How does that affect you? <laughs> Well, I, 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 I t- I've been taking this course right now, and I have to, I've had to listen and read some stuff that I wouldn't normally choose Ooh. on my own. And, but it was eye-opening and scary. But there are people out there that read the, the Bible with their lens, Ooh. with their offense, with their identity of who they are in, a pr- in, in the flesh and not in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they look at this, this, this word, and then they spew out garbage. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And, and uh, you know what, thank God, like I, I, I'm the Holy Spirit helping me. Mm-hmm. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, get filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> because he, you can tell, like I, knowing his word, knowing the spirit, having it operate, I'm able to have that little radar that goes bing, mm-hmm. something is terribly wrong with this. Hmm. But yours talking about these new baby believers or new Christians or people that you don't know not much of the word, you haven't spent much time in the spirit, and you're just eating everything, you don't have that bing, something is terribly wrong with this and I shouldn't be listening to this. Mm. Or this is wrong because, Mm -hmm. or this is unscriptural, Mm. unscriptural because God didn't say that. Mm -hmm. And this is where we get like those profane doctrines um, that that Jesse Duplantis talks about, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, oh, it's so good that we need to know this Mm. and know who he is. So we know that's not my God. Yeah. It's funny, as you're talking, I was thinking about how a water filtration system works. And when it's when you put your little filter in there and it has charcoal in it and, mm-hmm. and the charcoal's fresh and good, it filters out all the junk. Mm-hmm. And you get some pure water on the inside. Mm-hmm. And if we have God's Word living in us, it's like that charcoal that filters mm-hmm. out all the junk that your eyes and your ears hear mm-hmm. just by going out and around the world. Mm-hmm. And But if you don't have God's Word fresh and clean and living on the inside of you, then it's like the water coming in with no filter at all, right. and all the impurities come in at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of junk mixed in with that. But, you know, I was just thinking about that way because that's, it's a very similar thing to what you're talking about. When I'm reading the Bible and God is illuminating that to me and then I'm living it and, and experiencing what he's talking here, then there's an automatic filter in place so that when I hear something or see something, it goes through the filter first before, if anything, gets inside at all. Mm-hmm. It allows me to identify, oh, that's not right, or that is right, or it, it provides a good lens through which to view mm-hmm. and see because you've got the Word living on the inside of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where you have to trust the help that God brings to you if you don't have the Word. Mm-hmm. And if you're brand new or in a, haven't learned the Word yet, you're going to have to decide to have a trusted person in your yes. life that can help you where mm. you don't know it. So what should you do then? If you're in that position, how do you find someone you trust? What would be some things you think would be a marker of that that you would look to? Well, I know in my life, first and foremost, I go to God first and I ask him, I'm like, Lord, I have this issue, I need your help. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? How do you want me to deal with this? And so, 
and sometimes he he um, directs me to someone, uh, mm -hmm. directs me to you, Pastor Gwen, or Pastor Jason, or Pastor Ann, or my wife, or um, uh, to um, uh, ministers that I listen to on online. But how do I discern whether a person is trustworthy? Um, well, really, I look at them and I watch them. Mm. What are you looking for? I'm looking for this coming out of here. Mm -hmm. How about living it? Yeah. Yeah. Character? It, yeah, it coming out, character, uh, the love of God coming out, not only through their mouth, through their actions, the peace of God coming out through through their mouth and through their actions, mercy and grace and joy, mm -hmm. um, and, and all those things. You just, you, you, I watch them, I watch them, I see um, what the fruit is in their life. Are, are they, do they, have they built a tree and they're trying to put fruit on the tree to make mm -hmm. it look like it's a fruitful tree? Yeah. Or, or are they a tree that's, that's just blooming and full mm. of the fruit of God in their life through their actions, through their voice, through um, every aspect of their life? Mm. What do you look for? You said quite a bit in that statement. You agree then? I agree. Was there anything to add to that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think primarily it look, you look for character first. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's kind of the way you look. Because people can talk and say a whole bunch of stuff. Spiritual knowledge is not an indication of maturity or spirituality in any way. Yeah. You can learn a lot of things and, yeah. that, and never grow and change in your character at all, which is unfortunate. But when people are growing in, in their character, they're, especially if they're growing according to the Bible, they're going to look like Jesus. They're going to look, they're mm -hmm. going to display those characteristics. Um, holiness is one of those that comes out, mm -hmm. that stands out Good. primarily because yeah. uh, that is a characteristic that's unique to God and His things, mm -hmm. His holiness. The world doesn't have it, doesn't, yeah. doesn't see it. So I'm looking for someone, um, particularly I look for that. And the reason I mention that first is uh, as we're talking about that, an example came to mind is uh, many years ago, uh, it's just I had been living in the world for a long time and God had rescued me out of that and was bringing me back and set me in a church at that time and at that, at that particular church. And um, right away, the first thing he did, and, and I had been conditioned by the world for a few years, quite a few years, so uh, I knew there was a lot of change that needed <laughs> to take place in me. And I also knew it wasn't a matter of just knowing something from the Bible, uh, but I knew I needed some amount of accountability. And there was this uh, older gentleman there, and even just looking at him, he looked clean. <laughs> he looked right. He, he just carried that presence about him. And so I just struck up a conversation and got to talking with him. I didn't find out until a few conversations later that he used to be a, a, a minister, and he, he's a retired minister now. and and. Uh, I, I realized right away uh, that that relationship was something that God brought into my life because mm -hmm. it was a point of accountability. There was a standard of righteousness that he had in his life. Uh, there, was, there was good things that I didn't have working in me at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I recognized and saw that character even right from the beginning, from just a few conversations. And I could tell this person loves God, this person lives right, lives a holy life. And just that alone was enough for me to go, okay, I need to, I need to have this person as someone to be accountable to in my life. Mm -hmm. And it helped me tremendously, helped me you know, keep my eyes straight ahead, and, and it was, it's been very good. So similarly, that's one thing, mm -hmm. um, looking for that holy character in somebody's life. And it, 
if it's there, it'll show itself, mm -hmm. right? That's if right. the tree is that way, the fruit will be there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you'll see evidence of that in somebody's life. Yeah. You know, that one of the keys you said there also was presence. Mm. I know even when our children were small, uh, they would react to people. So if you're very young in the Lord and you're thinking, well, uh, that's really good for pastors. Mm -hmm. you, you've all said really good things, but I'm new at this. I, and I don't really know people. I don't even know, really know what the character of God is. But even children have a sense, and, mm -hmm. and it's typically by presence. Mm -hmm. They'll sense it. Children will go and hide behind their parents or someone that mm -hmm. they know when they feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. There is a place, and you can trust that kind of presence in a person, and it's a great way to get the thing started for you. Mm -hmm. So bless you. Amen. <laughs>